Grund nummer 39, 50% priskutt på bleier med A. Hos Rema 1000 satser vi alt på å gi deg Norges råeste bleikutt. 50% priskutt på alle bleistørrelser og typer. Alt fra Pampers og Libro til Level. Max fem pakker med priskutt per handletur. Bare husk å aktivere kuttet i e-appen. Rema 1000, alltid lave priser. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a brand new episode with a new life and back to the Radical Broccoli podcast. Both Annette and Suzanne in the studio or actually at home in each our house recording today and we are delighted and excited and we actually arranged everything to be able to make this podcast today because it means so much to us. So welcome everyone. I'm Susie and my sister Annette is here as well. I am so excited to be recording again. I feel like uh, there's so much that's been going on and uh, of course it's a bit difficult to share everything when you're in it, but still we always want to um, take our listeners and the people following us into our lives because we have so many things that we learn along the way that we want to share and that's something that really lights us both of us up and I can't wait to just dive into everything that's going on right now Um, yeah yeah, it's also so nice for us to be able to have an hour to talk (laughs) just between the two of us as well Um, even though we talk every day but still it's like uh, bits and pieces here and there so I feel like once again we're in a brand new start of Radical Broccoli like yet again we've been through such a huge transformation and when we transform or when we go something through something big our company also does it so it's like it will always grow with us um so I feel like something new is in the making and yeah, it's really exciting on on every single um, in every single way really right now. Exactly. Um, yeah. So today's episode we would we really want to give a life update and we want to share some of the really wonderful times we've had and some of the really tough times we've had. And a little bit about where our business is right now, where we are in life and what's um, in the making. And um, we hope that you enjoy this episode with us and that you, if you resonate with anything and if you have any feedback, as always, we love chatting with you. It's um, something that really lights us up when we get the messages from you and we connect and it just, it's so meaningful for us to share in that way. So yeah, with that, I think we should just dive right in. So excited. (laughs) So where do we start? Where do we start? I think we start, Annette, by welcoming you back in here because you've been away for a little bit naturally. And actually you have given birth. (laughs) Yes. I have... How are you feeling, first and foremost? I am feeling a lot, but most of all, I am feeling so much love and I'm so happy. Um, Mm. And I think that becoming a mom is one of the biggest gifts life has given me. Um, And I'm so in love with my little boy. It's crazy. I never experienced a love like this before (laughs) and um, both me and his dad are just um, really over the moon it's like we almost fight and cuddling him (laughs) because he's just uh, yeah of course I think all parents feel this but I think he's so cute and (laughs) even though it's we'll get into it it's a lot of challenges of course but when you get that little smile or that little like you see the new facial expression or something it just you I feel like life literally has has a new meaning and all cliches are true (laughs) that's what I feel right now 
Yeah. And um, at the same time, I also experience so many emotions. I cry a lot. And sometimes it's hard for me to know if it's like emotional or if it's the hormones <laughs> or both. And um, there's uh, sleep deprivation and new routines and of course, like healing um, my body after giving birth. Um, so he's two weeks old now, or actually almost on Sunday, he's going to be three weeks. Wow. So it's not so many days, you know, since everything happened. Um, and it's kind of strange because I had the same feeling when Luca was born that I've known him for a lifetime. And the same with my boy. It's like you can't really remember that they haven't been here. No, exactly. It's almost like you know them so well from before, but at the same time, it's also brand new. So time mm. is just like so weird. You, It's... You know, when you say two weeks, it's like, how can it be two weeks? Because my whole life has changed and everything has happened. But at the same time, it's been only two weeks. <laughs> so yeah. it's so surreal and so magic. And most of all, I am have been reflecting a lot upon um, the journey I've been on the last 10 months and how hard it was to know if I made the right decision, went back and forth, trusting myself, even though my heart always said, you know, this was the right thing to do. And now just getting the biggest confirmation. And I don't know, it's like all of the pieces of the puzzle finally fit in a way. Mm -hmm. And it's like so much healing has happened around this time in so many of my relationships. Um. So yeah, I don't know, it's hard to describe, but this <laughs> last month has transformed me in so many ways that I still probably don't even understand. Yeah. Um, and we're not going to go like in-depth about the birth, but we're doing that in another episode in a little while. But you were there every step of the way um, when I was giving birth. Mm alongside with his dad and the what's it called midwives and for you and me that was probably one of the biggest experiences we've had together oh without a doubt and um yeah I feel like we've had such a journey the last five years like in our relationship and that it was kind of like the end and the beginning of a huge cycle for the, for the both of us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is also like so much to take in and to process. <laughs> yeah. Without so, a doubt. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Just a little bit of. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? <laughs> when someone stops you on the street and they ask. like. So. Yeah. I've been changing my DNA. I've been resetting my solar plexus. I've been transforming. <laughs> yeah. My cells are vibrating <laughs> on a different frequency now. Uh-huh. That's exactly how I feel. Yeah, um, I recognize everything that you said, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the part where the the fact that you become a mother and you get this ball of energy and love. And like this little precious being that you love so much, but also everything becomes so human, like birth is really raw and like blood and mess and it's ugly and it's raw and there's diapers and the home is messy. And suddenly, for me at least, it was a bit healing around, I mean, I was going to say perfectionism, not that yeah. anything is never perfect in my life, but I'm always... I've always like strived for things to be like neat and clean and organized and proper and perfect. But then this little human comes in and shows that the realness is life. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, so much sense. And, and it's, it's so interesting. 
Well, I want to hear more about it, but I'm just thinking like right now, I think we have two completely different lessons that our boys already have been teaching us from birth, which is so cool. But how, how do you feel like, yeah, because you had to let go of perfectionism and like take down the facade in a way. Exactly. And, and what you said about relationships healing, as I was accepting my own fullness of tired and you know messy and like just as I was I also had so much deeper connections with the people who already were in my life like friends and old friends and new friends and yeah it was just it opened up this heart space where I think it was just more love and acceptance for everything instead of judgment Mm. which is so freaking cool (laughs) yeah yeah and when they say it takes a village it takes a village (laughs) yeah and it's also really healing to get help and ask for help and to build that solid relationship with someone where you can actually you know see the kind of inner stuff that's going on and Mm. someone can be be there for you in that Like when you're just given birth and someone comes over, you're quite vulnerable and you're like, it's very fresh, everything. And mm. allowing someone in that and letting them know how you feel and what you need. It's so close and it's it can be really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I've never in my life been so um, let somebody... S- what can I say? Like for me, for you, maybe it was perfectionism, but for me, it was about opening up <laughs> mm. and letting people see the vulnerable side of me. Yeah. And I've never been so exposed. And so, but at the same time, let like, it, yeah, it was just so nice to be taken so well care of. Um, as you say, like you bleed, you, or suddenly wearing a diaper. <laughs> yeah. I was in a lot of pain the first days. And um, yeah, I was him. My baby's dad was here and he took care of me like um, so extremely well and our baby. And yeah, it's just such a different experience than what you're used to when you're almost like, I know that when I'm, not my best I am the type that goes and I deal with things alone and then I'll come back when everything is fine and you yeah. can't you really can't <laughs> oh, was... or you probably can but it's not the best idea in this moment no and it's cool also for the partner gets to step up as the role of the provider and that's yeah. that can be such a huge transformation and a good life lesson for whether that's like uh a dad or your husband or your boyfriend or or even your co-mother yeah like that role the person that hasn't given birth but that gets to provide and take care of the family gets to feel the weight of that responsibility but also get to rise to the occasion that that is Mm. and see potential in themselves that they've never seen before yeah that is also one of the coolest things i've ever experienced yeah um (laughs) yeah no I I feel like we have so much to process and to talk about when it comes to this transition um so there will be many episodes and um yeah I'm really excited for it me too and there has been so many limiting beliefs that I had also had to overcome um both physical and mental spiritual like everything in the process of giving birth, in the process of trusting in life, trusting that things will work out, letting yeah. go. <laughs> like it's, it's everything. Um, it's it's everything. Mm. There's um, amount of life lessons in pregnancy and birth is absolutely crazy. Like just the fact that life, <laughs> this is something that I think about a lot. Life constantly keeps being like being in labor. Mm. you're in that contraction phase that pressure where you're being pushed and you're uncomfortable and you're being stretched beyond what you think that you can handle Mm. or you are going through the transition or you are in the 
like the pause where everything is like the void, it's silent, it's dark and you feel as nothing is happening. Mm. And you have another phase, which is when you actually give birth to something, whether that's a baby or a company or a new relationship or something else in your life. And that's kind of the cycle that keeps going on and on and on. That's so wild. <laughs> yeah. So wild. Yeah, and then the love you experience <laughs> and then like exactly the release. And also how not effortlessly, but the body kind of just creates that baby by itself while you are sort of living your life, of course, nourishing yourself and taking care of yourself, but the body mm. just makes another human being and yeah. and then heals so fast after. I'm not, I'm like I'm in awe. <laughs> Yeah, it it increases in size everywhere and then suddenly like it starts to work on shrinking back the uterus the moment that mm-hmm. the baby is born. Yeah. What? Yeah. I mean ten days after or even like three days after I didn't have a belly anymore and now it's almost completely gone. And it's like Yeah, it's so wild. And I feel like um yeah, that's also one of the benefits of doing it naturally. Like you let your body heal naturally as well. And I've never been so amazed by nature and how it's all set up. So, so uh, amazing. Yeah. Might be a bit like triggering for people who really struggle. Um, I was going to say, quote unquote, bouncing back. There's no bouncing back. There's a new version of you. Yeah. No, I would never. It's not about. Yeah, I would never say like it's about um, appearance. For me, it's more like, wow, the design of nature and how when allowed uh, to run its natural form, it's so incredible. Like it makes me, um, I'm just like so grateful for that. And of course, everybody will have different experiences. There's not, um, we all have what can I say? Like birth will happen the way it's supposed to happen for each and every one of us, I believe. And it will yeah. not look the same for anybody. Like there's not one birth that's the same and not one healing that's the same and not one body that recovers the same. And that's just how it is. So yeah. comparison, you can just throw out the window. Exactly. When we start to compare, we can just tune back into ourselves and be like, whoa, if I just focus on what's going on within me, Mm. And the potential and the challenges and the things that I want to grow through. Yeah. It's so much more interesting, isn't it? Yes, for sure. The last thing I wanted to say about the life lessons from birth was also the effortlessness that we potentially can create through in the rest of our lives as well. Mm. Like apply to business, which is something that we keep learning and relearning and relearning we go through these phases where we're like, oh, we have to put in more work and more effort and more struggle. And then we kind of slide back into more of the feminine energy. Where we're like, no, we just let it happen mm. <laughs> and go back and forth between the two. And I think that's also a cool way of doing it, but definitely huge life lessons in more effortless creation. Not saying that we don't need to do stuff, but more inspired action, more aligned yeah. action instead of pushing and forcing stuff. Mm. and being super open to learn all the time yeah there's still a lot of work to be done and I think we are meant to kind of use our energy to create things that affect other people and Mm. can actually make other people happier and impact their lives and that's always gonna take you know energy from our side we can't just Mm. lay there and do anything (laughs) no the cool part we can align the effort and then we can potentially have an even bigger impact. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's exactly. something that I just want to, yeah. Dear universe, show me <laughs> even more how we can do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And how are you? There's also so much that's been happening in your life. And uh, you have shared a bit on the podcast already about moving and everything. But yeah, when I hear more of... <laughs> What's going on in your life? 
Yeah, I had a fun time last week recording the moving episode because it's been so many years of experience with, you know, voodooing around an apartment, <laughs> turning stage and changing the energy and all of that stuff. And now I get to do it again. So I th- think it's pretty cool. Mm. I am, I would say I'm pretty good now. I have just been sick, uh, what it feels like again. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, again, many life lessons in that, but now I'm slowly recovering and um, I'm in our new house now and there's so much going on. Two rooms downstairs are being painted and we have a friend who's working for us now. He's um, drilling some stuff and fixing bits and pieces and doing such good work while I also have a babysitter downstairs taking care of Luca. <laughs> so <laughs> stuff is happening. But it's so much fun. Um, it's I love that phase of making a home out of a house. Mm. And like you're the- really good at it. You always make like I can. For me, I think we're so different. But I can be very <laughs> picky about the space, and I want everything to be in a certain way. But you can make any space feel like a home. Like you've always done that. You can make like the most shitty place and you and you just love it so much. So it feels like home. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, thank you. I'm working now on fine-tuning the energy in here because yeah, I'm super sensitive and I can feel really strongly the energy of the past owners. Mm. Um, and that's my project right now. One of them, one of many. And uh it's it's like day by day, cleaning a bit here, some sage, some, um, you know, cr- just creating loving memories in a house. I feel like that shifts the vibration a lot. And then maintenance and taking care and putting love into a place, whether that is your car or your home or your anything that shifts the vibration. And I can feel that already changing a lot. So I think that's super fun and really inspiring. And then it's also fun, you know, on the material side painting a yeah. room in a different color setting a different lighting building furniture and you just see the transformation and it's it's so tangible and it's so cool mm. and it's really fun because i feel like working with our hands is coming more and more in our lives we have some really really amazing opportunities coming up um yeah where we potentially in many different ways are gonna do exactly this <laughs> yeah how crazy is that? <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's been manifested in and that is something that came in very effortlessly. So yeah. I can't say more, but I just <laughs> that's so funny that you're going through this now and maybe this is actually something that's gonna be very much so present in our life uh, yeah. the next years. Yeah, I think maybe that's why I feel like a sponge now that people are working here. I'm asking them questions and trying to get them to teach me how to do stuff myself. Yeah. Like, for example, we had some help in the garden yesterday because it looked like an absolute jungle. Everything <laughs> is grown like a meter high grass. And you couldn't see different plants, like you couldn't pick them apart. But they explained, first of all, they cut everything down that was weeds and de-weeded. And, and then they separate all the plants from each other, um, which also shows like nature needs a little bit of um, de-weeding sometimes yeah <laughs> just like our brain mm. and then they explained to me which plants are rich and what kind of care they need and I just think it's so inspiring and then we actually have a huge avocado tree in the garden I saw that yeah and it has produced so many avocados and they had all fallen down on the roof so we hadn't seen them and they would have oh. been rotting if we didn't find them yesterday yeah. probably like 10 15 avocados um mm-hmm. they're not ripe yet but i'm gonna take them inside and let them ripen there and then just keep the rest on the tree until they're ready yeah so learning so much about plants and i love that that's so cool yeah and so, yeah. you yeah you also were in norway a while you were here for my birth and I think that <laughs> it's kind of cool 
I mean, we can share, I think we can share a little bit from the birth. I, I just don't, I'm not ready to go in detail yet because there were so much things happening, but um, we can share a little bit like the highlights. Yes, let's do that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've, it, I feel like... <laughs> The um, my contractions started the eleven eleven <laughs> at eleven, and um, it was so funny because um, was it the day before? Yeah, yeah. So we knew this, but you didn't know. But <laughs> uh, your your partner um, came to Norway to surprise you because he was in Portugal. And you had been yeah. alone with Luca for three weeks or something. Yeah. And in a pretty challenging time, I think, because Luca is so active. Oh, yeah. <laughs> pretty exhausted. So you, you were exhausted. And uh, and we we weren't like 100% sure how we were going to do it with birth and like how were you going to take care of Luca at the same time, blah, blah, blah. Like, But we just thought, figured out like it will, we will work it out some one way or another. Yeah. And my, yeah, and my baby's dad was here and um, he had written a note, <laughs> like I woke up 11.11 and he had written a note on the fridge <laughs> where it said, he is coming tomorrow, I can feel it. <laughs> and then the contractions started. And what also happened the day before was, yeah, that you're, that your partner came and he surprised you <laughs> yeah. and suddenly like everything fell into place. Like the whole team was here. And <laughs> team. Suddenly you had space to be here as well. And it was almost like it couldn't have been written more in the stars, <laughs> like literally how it then all started. Yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah, so it was just so wild, and um, <laughs> it was in there. Like, okay, I'm just waiting for one more person to arrive, and then yeah, I'll, then I'll come. <laughs> yeah, it was literally like that. And my mom was home; she's never home. And yeah, it was just <laughs> like it was really, really wild how everything just had to fall into place, and then he came. <laughs> yeah, and. Um, yeah, I want to go more into detail about the birth and everything later. Um, but I can say that it was a very long process and many hours for me, for you, for Jericho, the dad, and for um, the midwives. Like it was a long process. <laughs> and yeah. you had. You went in and out breastfeeding. Uh, <laughs> Putting my to bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was just... It's, it was like... Um, for, I mean, I think we, the two of us had two such different experiences of the whole thing because you were totally conscious and I was in a completely different state. Definitely. And you have given birth before so you have been in my position so for this it was your first time actually experiencing birth yeah uh, like consciously and witnessing it <laughs> yeah um so yeah it was um so so wild and i think that we're both still we're both still processing it. Um, yeah, I am for sure. Yeah. We're still uh, some scenes and things that pop up every day that I like go through in my head and then yeah. how the brain is still working on it. But your actual yeah. actual active labor wasn't that long, but your... No, your my contractions were long. Phase. So yeah, that's so wild because the active phase started at 2.45. And yeah. he was born 421. Yeah. So to be the first time, that's like super fast. Yeah. And that was when I really just 
let go of everything and let my body really do the work and um <laughs> yeah so that was and i didn't i didn't know before like what is active birth and what is birth birth because i almost felt like is it a failure that it takes so long and then they were like no the active birth where it was like two and a half hours or something like that not so long yeah um which is pretty wild yeah that's why they always recommend that when you feel that the contractions are starting in the beginning try and make a normal day or try and distract yourself as long as you can mm-hmm. in that preparation phase because if not it's going to feel so 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 long and you can yeah. get a bit motivated by that yeah and i i was for sure yeah yeah we were working on uh, we were like coaching you through mentally also yeah yeah a lot a lot a lot it took everything i had like everything <laughs> it was so hard um because it was so long <laughs> yeah. and i i'm not saying like i mean i know there's longer shorter but it was just like um i think i had very i used so much energy over a long period of time so i was exhausted that was the thing Definitely. But you always have more energy. <laughs> That's something you see giving birth is your capacity. It's like, wow, it's so much more than you think. Yeah. So much more. You're stretched mentally, physically, emotionally, mm. spiritually. Like, do you actually believe this? Yeah. And everything you learn, like what you listen to, what you say to yourself, everything will come up during birth. So it's so important, like, suddenly I remember, like, you can't have a pain-free birth. And then suddenly I understood, like, oh my gosh, I'm using way too much energy on my contractions. Let me see if I can actually just breathe and, like, let the pain come and see. And suddenly I, like, switched the button and transformed how I felt every contraction just because I remembered something that I've practiced before. (laughs) Exactly. And so it showed me how important every single preparation had been. That's such a cool thing about pain because if we, if we, if it's just there and we try to resist it, it feels so much more painful. Yeah, that is the pain when you resist it. That's the pain. But if we allow that sensation to exist and we don't label it as pain, but it's information coming through the body trying to get yeah. you to do something. Mm then, wow, it shifts totally. Yeah. But the way you handled the contractions was very, very impressive. And I'm like, you got to teach me that for the next time because I was roaring in like a horse. Yeah. That time when you were just silent and it didn't didn't look like you were in pain even. or It looked like you were very concentrated. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it was crazy because it was the most painful but I was just like in my zone and I just let it come and I didn't give it more energy than I had to and I just I, I don't know how to even explain it but I completely surrendered wow. and um, suddenly like the the pain transformed and I could handle the contractions in a completely different way so yeah that was something of the biggest thing I think I've done physically and mentally um yeah and it's so easy that's also the crazy thing it's just a switch inside of you Mm. i'm not saying like it's easy um in the length or whatever but it's easy switch it's not hard it's not like it is not hard i don't want to tell anybody that that's hard it's doable we all have it within within us and we can do it with anything yeah sometimes we're just like to be stuck (laughs) Yeah, we are stuck. <laughs> we are stuck. That's not a good mantra. <laughs> no. No, but I was going to say, we as human beings with our energy and our emotions, kind of how we are wired, we are addicted to feeling the same way that we have felt before. Yeah. So to change how we feel or how we think, we need to rewire and we need to shift part of our energy or in our yeah in order to think in a different way we need to live in a different way and we need to take different decisions so we don't go on autopilot yeah exactly 
Mm. And how has um, how has it been just to describe like postpartum these three almost three out of the six first weeks, which are kind of like the holy first forty days? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So when he came out, my first, I was just like, I did. <laughs> it was. He was a little monkey. He came out with his eyes wide open and they put him on my back. <laughs> yeah. So I felt like I had this little like... Even leaning forward. Yeah, yeah, I was like bending over the 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 seat of the, the pool because that's how I pushed him out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is it okay? 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 And I was didn't dare to look <laughs> And you guys were like, yeah, and I was it looks like you're a stud. <laughs> <laughs> He's a copy of his dad. He is a true copy of his dad. And it came out on Father's Day. Which yeah. is also so wild. <laughs> and every day is looking more and more like his dad. And I'm wondering sometimes, like, did I give birth to this child? Because he has nothing for me. <laughs> Everything no, is <laughs> I know that feeling. It doesn't Every even time have my take blood type. No. No, but the, you know, it's nature it's supposed to be easy to recognize who the dad is because you know who the mom yeah. is. <laughs> That's for sure. He looks like yeah. a mix between his dad and you. Yeah. <laughs> it came out of yeah. me. <laughs> We haven't said this in the podcast, I think, but my boy is so similar to Annette's baby yeah that it sometimes freaks me out when I look at him yeah I'm like I'm transported to when you were a baby when I wasn't even born and then you've told me that you look down on your baby and he looks like me yeah <laughs> it's sometimes I'm like who, who is this <laughs> yeah yeah um but yeah so that I was still that was my last fear when it came out like that something was wrong and then when yeah. everything was fine I was just like oh my god I can't believe it and then I couldn't believe that I did it and such a oh my god that feeling but then I had so much pain in my vagina so it was like take the baby <laughs> I need to get out of this tub <laughs> yeah I remember you were in such pain I was in pain um it was almost more painful after actually than during um so then you're back also in I came became conscious again <laughs> could feel everything but I didn't really tear I had some stitches like inside um but not the skin didn't tear because they they explained so well how to push so I didn't push too fast and I yeah. pushed enough and it was fast at the same time so I'm so grateful for people who have that knowledge of how not to tear like yeah and when you so also, yeah it's it's crazy like it's healed so fast but the first three days or two days I couldn't walk I was in a wheelchair <laughs> um yeah <laughs> which was yeah oh my god and uh yeah everybody says like For example, going to the bathroom, number two is supposed to be so painful after. But for me, peeing was so painful. And I had to, mm. I, because the water never broke. Um, so I think my bladder was under a lot of pressure. And so they had to poke my, uh, what's it called? Where you have your, my bladder open, like with a, I don't know. Peter. Yeah. So I. I couldn't manage to pee, so they had to take out the pee. <laughs> and yeah. it took three days before I was able to pee. That was also something that I wasn't prepared for. Um, so there was like a lot of things mm -hmm. after that I hadn't heard about that I want to share in the next episode. But um, but it, and then also like um, then you know that was me. That was. Uh, Yerikoli also was like, this This is mental. You have to relax. Like, you can do it. It's all in your head. 
And when he said that, I was like, okay, fine, I'm going to try. And then I managed. So it was like my fear was still left of opening up. (laughs) Yeah, wow. And so it's crazy how much mental capacity um, goes into how our body functions. Yeah. And, it's uh, like a hidden secret. Yeah. So, but anyways, I would just wanted to say like, yeah, he came out and he was with you guys as I was walking into the room and they stitched me up and I birthed the placenta, <laughs> which was such yeah. a, that was maybe even more a relief than birth birth. Because then I felt like empty finally. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's uh, so heavy. It's so heavy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, we had some days after that I'm not ready to share about yet, but that were kind of uh, dramatic, like a whole new different experience. Um, but the the days and the weeks that have been have been everything like uh, they've been so painful so beautiful so healing so um heartbreaking like everything at once um and yeah like we said in the beginning it's transformed all of my relationships like even my relationship with my parents with my step parents with my uh, with everyone with my close the closest people in my life and yeah. uh yeah so for the better for for such a good thing and i think that our whole family like we our whole family is so close yeah um which is such a cool thing like we really are such a like we really functioned as a huge team and yeah, everybody we, came together. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think that is like one of the most beautiful things I've ever experienced in my life. Mm. Yeah, the so, love that a baby out in the family and friends, it's, <laughs> it's cannot well, be measured. No. And um, yeah. So that's kind of like where I am and my body has been healing very well. Um, But I've had, yeah, like I said, amazing support. And now I'm going to be alone actually with the baby for a couple of weeks. And I'm very, I mean, one of the most scary things for me postpartum has been, especially because the birth was very exhausted, like the tiredness and the, the, Two times I breastfed and I kind of can't couldn't remember that I did it. And one one time the baby fell off my chest, and that was so horrible. Um, so I because I couldn't remember that I even picked him up. So those are the things that I'm still working on overcoming my fear of like um, what I do when I'm so tired. So I have to create some routines where like I have to sit up when I breastfeed, I have to put on an alarm, I have to like I have to really figure that out so I don't yeah, I have to overcome my fear of the tiredness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's so been really scary important. for me. Or mm. I, or I mean I've had support like I haven't done it alone, but now I'm going to be alone in the night and that's going to be different. <laughs> But yeah. yeah. So that's that's pretty much where I am at. And yeah, I think like we have had so such a good teamwork, uh, mom and dad. <laughs> like it's just been a really good flow. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be very different to do it alone, but I'm also prepared for it and uh, I'm never alone, but but it's different when like when you really are a team and then you, you yeah it changes um yeah. but i also feel like instead of when i look at rafe <laughs> rafe felix 
he gives me so much motivation and it's like bigger than me. So I can really put my ego aside. Like when I feel sorry for myself or when I feel tired or I feel ugly or I feel like all of these things come up, then I'm like, no, this is bigger than me. This is giving me so much motivation and I really want to do this well. I really want to be a good person and I want to be an amazing mom. And I will, I mean, I don't believe in sacrificing, but I will sacrifice. Like I will change. I will put my ego to the side for him. And that's a really good feeling. And that's like why I think it's so underrated. Like I feel like being a mom and a parent gives life a new purpose and a new meaning. Yeah, 100%. A new drive. So, yeah. Um, And then you have had, you have a very active baby who's now seven (laughs) and a half months. Yeah. He's and eight he's, months and four days. What? Oh my God. Eight months. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And he is eating and he is literally almost walking. <laughs> and on top of that, you have been moving and he has been sick. You have been sick. And I think the most impressive thing is that you are working. Like you still give so much to Radical Berkeley and... um. Like you, without, it's like you've stepped up as a leader and without pressuring me to do anything. Like I've been able to do bits and pieces here and there, but not really. And uh, yeah, so that's been really, really impressive. And I think really exhausting for you as well. Um, (laughs) Uh. What do you think? Uh, thank you. Um, it's been it's been these waves of work and non-work ever since he was born. Mm. I think in the first two months I logged off and then I kind of logged on a bit again. And then I decided it was time to take some time off before you were going on leave. Yeah. So I think everyone can understand it's not easy having a business when both of you are having a baby. <laughs> no. I look also to women sink and Susanna and Sarah. Yeah. They also have a baby right now. And um, when you have your own business, you can, of course, just log off, but then the business will kind of die out with it. Yeah. Um, we have a very talented team also. We have really good health, but... Yeah, someone needs to be the boss and the leader. And that's what I stepped up to be now in this period. And I'm learning how much I can do in such little time. And that's so cool. Yeah, that I agree. Like I see my capacity. It's huge. (laughs) I don't need to have a whole working day and work the whole night and exhaust myself in that way. And now I have, let's say I have two hours here and three hours there. And that's when I, either I take a nap. Usually I try to rest a little bit and then regain some energy. And then I take some inspired action. Yeah. And it's also like, if I can't, I can't. Like last week, my babysitter canceled for one and a half weeks while I was sick and I was freaking out. I was also painting in the evenings and just everything crumbled like... Wow. I had to let go of so many things. Like I haven't been training for probably two or three weeks. And I had to I think you're training in. all the time with Luca. <laughs> yeah, true. I get a lot of exercise. Yeah. But yeah, I had to let go of expectations of getting anything done. And as soon as I do that, I feel so inspired. It's so funny. <laughs> so yeah, I'm learning still mm. to be really efficient with time. And I find it a little bit tricky right now with creating content, honestly, like in a, in a house that's under like semi-renovation and, and, and it's messy everywhere. And we're not in any routine where we do a lot of stuff. It's just me and Luke are usually doing walks and stuff, but still I try to do as best as I can. And, um, I mean, most of our companies, probably stuff that you guys can't always see, like we're planning the membership and we're ordering stuff in the shop and coordinating things. And um, so it's a lot behind the scenes. 
Yeah. And um and it's it's like hard because um we have we manage like the like unexpected things happen and suddenly we have to like spend a lot of energy on for example hiring a new person or firing uh, a company that we used for something that really didn't work and realizing we lost a lot yeah. of money on that it's like it's not really been a break <laughs> no there is no pause in radical broccoli <laughs> <laughs> but we're learning yeah. to do things in a new way and we're learning it yet again after both have given birth um, yeah and i think we're we're still kind of pregnant with new ways of working i think yeah i think so too and um yeah, yeah. we we have to end the episode in a few moments because i have to get back yeah to... same here <laughs> i can feel my boobs are blowing over through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but thank you for sharing and for this update episode um it's so interesting to hear what i mean i've been observing and we've been chatting but to go, mm-hmm. go a little bit under the skin and what's been going on yeah what Same. a time in life um we're gonna look back in this time and be like oh wow yeah <laughs> i already miss it <laughs> yeah i think that was the hardest for me during newborn time was that i felt such pain of him growing every day i was like this yeah. time is never gonna come back i would cry yeah. every night <laughs> yeah. so all the new mamas out there you are incredible and the emotions are allowed to just come yeah let them flow I cry every day <laughs> yeah it's time for it time for it yeah well thank you so much for your time and for everybody listening thank you for being here we will be back soon with a birth episode and we would love to hear what you want to hear from us um, we have so much to share so we're gonna keep the episodes coming our goal is once a week and um Yeah, super grateful that you're listening and um, yeah, it's a joy to be back <laughs> next week. All right. Ciao, ciao. Ciao. Har du ett enkelt personföretag eller en liten bedrift? Då är er du sikkert lei av att höra mig snacka om hur enkelt det är er med kvitteringar och bilag i Fiken. Så vi ger oss här vi. För vi liker enkelt. Fiken, superenkelt redskap.